Welcome to the Decentral Gamer Podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and today we have Mr. Forbet. What's going on, my man? Nothing, man. Living that dream. How are you doing today, Ben? Dude, I'm doing freaking awesome. Really appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, and chatting today. I know you're also live streaming on your own uh, your own Twitch, so shout out to your uh, to your folks over there. Thank you, man. They're they're extremely excited. Uh, we've been live for a couple hours, and I know everybody's been talking about it uh, pretty much for the whole two hours. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah. So, would love to just dive into your background. Would love to hear really how you got to where you are today. Um, you know, would love to understand the crypto side and and then how you got into DG. All right. Well, my backstory is I have been playing poker for almost twenty years. Um, I'm a poker dealer by trade. I found DG over, I think, three months ago, and I was trying to get delegated for quite a while. Um, eventually, I found someone. We worked out a deal. And then, yeah, we've been playing for now, I think, a month and a half. Um, absolutely love it. Uh, it's a great time. Um, it's a great software. As someone who comes from the internet poker background, um, it definitely it gives you the internet poker feel, but also with more of the metaverse feel as well. Um, and yeah, I've been streaming on Twitch for over three years. Uh, everybody really enjoys the content. Um, you know, my content is solely focused around helping people get better and and improving their ice. Um, improving their ice daily ice consumption. Uh, we got a YouTube page where I'm putting out videos, and yeah, I'm just I'm just your basic content creator, silly guy who likes to have good vibes and play a lot of poker, man. And who has a completely righteous hat. I love that. <laughs> oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I love the aesthetic. So I love this because what I am so excited about is that you are showing the world that anybody can bring the legacy idea of streaming video games into crypto and web three in the metaverse. And it, uh, you know, to, to folks like us, I think it makes a ton of sense. Like it's still video games. It's just new technology that's being used to create them and really interesting ways to monetize and in a couple of different dynamics. But at this, at the end of the day, it's still, we're live streaming games. We're having a fun ass time and like we're, we're making money while we're at it. How did you come to the idea or like, what was the impetus for you to want to stream and how did you really think that through? Whew, man. Um, so it's actually kind of a funny story how I started streaming. Um, literally almost three years ago to the to the week, I started streaming because my little brother was streaming Fortnite and um, Apex Legends had just come out and I was kind of cracked. All right. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we were doing some cool stuff and I was like, man, it'd be really cool to like you know, have a way to create little videos to put on YouTube. And from there, man, we, we've streamed so many different games. Um, always went back to poker. It's kind of like where I live my life. I mean, as a poker dealer, um, my fiance is a poker dealer. We met in a poker room. Um, my life literally revolves around poker. And then when I found out about DG, man, I was I was like, dude, this is it. Like, this is the vibe. You know, I love the fact that you can play poker daily, earn crypto, but at the same time, you're not actually risking any money daily, right? When I go to work, I see people lose six figures, <laughs> okay? Like, I'm yeah. talking, like, I, I deal some of the biggest poker games in the world. Wow. And um, it's it's disgusting. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, it's it's just great. It's great content and uh, I get to sit back and watch it. But uh, so, yeah, I like to bring that to people. And, and yeah, streaming's just been, you know, it's been it's been everything. And then some I went from no viewers to 20 to none to now we're in the 40s and 50s with ice poker, um, you know, Web3, DG, uh, Decentraland. It's all just I, I literally have it as the title of my page that if, if play to earn games are the future. And if you're not in it now, you're going to be left behind. So That's thank right. you to DG, by the way. Thank you guys. Oh, you know, I'm just 
I'm so inspired by hearing that story because, and I feel like that is one of the thing, one of the common threads that unites all of us in the ecosystem is that we're like, oh my God, is this, this is real, right? Like we're not, <laughs> we're not dreaming here. Like this is a real thing, um, but it's, it's amazing to me how much it's, it's actually changing lives. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, I'm just so grateful for the, you know, the, founders and and the people who are building and devs and all that um absolutely shout out and much love to them so let's let's talk about uh poker a little bit more um and then i want to i want to want to hop back in the metaverse but on the poker side what are some of the things that you're seeing as far as you've been dealing for a long time you've been in poker like what are the best people in the world doing to stand out as poker players that we can learn from and apply to now playing DG? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I would say the people that I have found that are actually beating the game, uh, one, are honest about it, right? Because everybody can say, oh, I'm a winning poker player for a month. And, you know, you have one good month, you know, this year. Yeah. Um, but another thing and the most important thing is bankroll management. Um, bankroll management in poker is is literally the key separator of anyone who plays um, for a living and plays for fun. Um, you know, we 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 have uh, anywhere from one three poker, which for for those that don't know poker, <sighs> when I say one three, I'm talking about the big blind, small blind, right? So one three is kind of the smallest games that we offer, um, and and we offer as high as twenty five fifty one hundred. So there's three blinds small blind or the baby blind we call it is 25 middle blind is 50 big blinds 100 and yes that's us all right so uh yeah the guys that the guys that are in it for the long run and are you know living what we like to call the hard easy life are the ones that have the best bankroll management um and you can actually incorporate that into dg ice um big time i notice a lot of people like to buy in for 400 chips at a time and i hate to tell you but that's not the play um you're not going to win enough pots buying in so small that you're going to have enough chips won daily to end up with a decent multiplier which is the next topic of the next youtube video by the way so yes yes people with bankroll management by far are the ones that are that are in it for the long run so how do you think about sizing like, how do you think about sizing in DG specifically? Like, if 400 is not the strat, what is? So you have a lot of the the uh, the people who who stream. They love to buy in for 2K, right? They love to have the maximum amount of chips on the table. That way, they can bully the 400 uh, 400 chip people, right? So I think that that is really close to the right play. Um, in my personal opinion, I think 1,000 chips is perfect because it allows you to not necessarily worry about okay well if i get stacked because i missed a big draw big flush draw straight draw combination i flop a set and someone beats me with a flush you know and they have us out stacked well you still have three bullets right and if you can't get it done in ice poker with three bullets because overall the competition is soft you can tell a lot of people don't are new to poker. This is one of their first introductions into poker, right? They are already, they're into crypto and they know that, oh man, this is a good investment, which it, not a financial advisor, but it is a really good way to, uh, to earn some passive income. Um, so yes, three bullets, it gives you plenty of opportunity for play, mixing up your play as well as, um, you know, if you do get unlucky, it's not the end of the world. You still have a couple more bullets behind you. And if you were to win, you know, if you were to get lucky, you know, win a couple pots, double up your 11 to 1200, well, you're really only, you know, halfway there to securing at least a 1.5 to 1.75 multiplier on the day, as long as you finish, you know, your challenges, which, which can be, you know, which can be a, a headache all on its own. So we have JQ here in the chat. Want to give a shout out um, to uh, to people that are watching live. Um, and JQ saying, "I check in with four hundred until I complete all challenges. Then I focus on multiplier." What are your thoughts on that? It's not a bad strat. Um, I guess if you have the time, right? If you if like, I I don't know. I'm, I have a family. I have a job. 
and I do other projects on the side. So I guess if you have that extra, extra time where, you know, sometimes taking beating your challenges takes five hours, right? So you're telling me you're going to put five hours aside just to beat your challenges, which granted, sometimes it could be an hour, but sometimes it's five. Sometimes you don't even get them done. So then you're, you're going to add extra time to win big pots. I, I just overall, it seems like you have, you have, you must have a lot of time and that's great. You know, it's not a terrible idea because then, you know, you're, you're chasing those straights and flush draws you miss, you lose 400 chips. So, well, what is that? One seven point eight five of your stack. So, I mean, I guess if you have the time, but I don't know. So the strat is to have bigger, bigger buys because from a time perspective and it gives you enough, like it, it helps you it gives you enough bullets in the chamber to where you can do what you need to do. Um, and, and you can do it in a reasonable time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind exactly. of the strat. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Time management for sure. Just like JQ just said there. Yes. If you, well, you have an open schedule, so that that's really nice. Yes. But you know, you know, I would say the majority of players are probably around are I, I don't know exactly how old you are sir and i'm not gonna uh, put a number on you uh but i would say we're probably around our age right you know those uh you know, family people or whatnot so um yeah you know three four five hours might be all that they have to put into you know a daily session maybe on the weekend you can grind for a little bit longer right i've noticed on saturdays and sundays to get that 2x you actually it's a lot more chips than it is you know during the week where people aren't sitting there and just grinding and grinding and grinding it out so um so yeah i guess you know if you have the time that's fine but if you're trying to just you know get in there knock out your challenges get a good multiplier uh you know four to five hours i feel like is a, is a perfect amount and having and buying in for a third of your stack is is really good uh is a really good way to get that done yeah, and I'm uh, I'm about fifty seven, so I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. I'm only twenty seven, but um, okay, okay. I yeah, got so, you by by almost a decade. Well, you know what? In crypto, we're all uh, hey, that's we're true. all PFPs and, hey, and avatars, no anyways. So it's all good. Um, cool, man. So let's talk a little bit about the. I want to I want to keep drilling down into poker and just try to bring over some principles from IRL poker onto or into DG. So bankroll management, we kind of covered that. Um, time management, we kind of covered that. Um, let's talk about like reading the room and trying to understand like how to play and how to adjust your play based on who you're playing against or playing with. I know you mentioned um, it seems like the competition is a little bit soft right now. Um, that'll probably change over time as, as people get more and more sophisticated. Um, but maybe give us kind of like your short-term strat of what's working now um, from the poker world to be applied into DG and then where you think that's going to go long-term. Well, that's very good, very good. So my personal opinion um and, and I do cover this on the YouTube is, is simply position and aggression. Um, you want to be a tight, aggressive poker player, whether it's live or it's online. Um, you're going to earn a lot more money the tighter you play, period, and the more aggressive you are. Um, as far as reading the room, if, if you go to a table and you can't figure out who the donkey is at the table, then that's probably you. It, it's a statement <laughs> that I heard over 20 years ago, and to this day, it still stands. Um, yes, it still stands. <laughs> um, another, another statement that I heard 20 years ago that still stands is if you're not getting caught bluffing, you're not bluffing enough. Uh, Texas Hold'em, man, you get two cards. There's three cards on the flop. It's very hard to hit a pair, especially if the board is paired. So any hand that's worth a call, pre-flop is worth a raise. Um, you know, tight, aggressive, man, just, just pick your spots, play better positions, um, and be aggressive. I, that is, that is poker one Oh one right there. Like you're going to, you're going to win more. You're going to win more. You're going to get in some, some tougher spots, but you're going to win more. By being so, aggressive. so tight and yet aggressive. There's almost a little bit of a, almost a little bit of 
conflict almost in that idea. Maybe you could break that down for us a little bit more. Like, what exactly do you mean by tight? And then you know, maybe we could drill more down into into like how to actually be aggressive as well. Absolutely tight hand selection position selection it's not so much about the hands that you play sometimes it's about where you're playing you know you need to play you want to play the majority of your hands where you have the better position against your opponents and the way you figure that out is where the button is and where you are in accordance to the button um like i said i go over this in extensive volume in my last youtube video mr forbet on youtube but and um but yes where position is is is, is enormous you want to have the reason why position is so important is because you get that free information. And what do I mean by that is after the flop, if you have position on your opponents, you get to see if they want to bet or if they want to check. That is free information. You cannot beat free information. So tight, not only with your hand selection, but also your position. Aggressive. When you are coming into a pot, you don't need to be coming in calling. You need to be coming in raising. You need to put people to the test. You need to put pressure on your opponents. You know, poker is a war. It's not a game. It's a legitimate war. And the war is to see who can get the most chips. So when you're coming in the pot, you need to be coming in raising. If someone raises and you have a hand that you want to play and you're in position, fine. That's fine if you want to call there. But if nobody's, you need, if the hand is worth calling, the hand is worth raising. There's no reason to be playing little, little pots. You're wasting your time. You know, you don't, nobody has 20 hours to play ice poker, right? You need to be coming in raising. You need to put the, uh, your opponents to the test. You need to, you know, it's hard to hit a pair on the flop. It's really hard, especially if the board is paired. Bet. You, you'll be surprised at how many pots you take down by being aggressive. And then once the table starts to play, okay, so this guy is betting, 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 betting. Well, then it's time, okay, when you, when you actually have it, be even a little bit more aggressive. That way you get paid even more because they're going to assume that you don't have it because you've been playing, you know, what they consider reckless. But in reality, what it is, is you're just playing tight, aggressive. So what sort of hands are you, like, do you have a chart where you're like, okay, with these hands, I go aggressive. With these hands, I'm, uh, no. Like, is there, like, is this math for you? Or are you just kind of feeling it based on what's going on on the table around you? Or like, how do you when you first see your cards, like what goes through your mind? What do you what do you think there? Well, the first thing I think is where am I at on the table? Okay. And uh position. That's the very first thing I think of. Um the the better position I have, the wider range of hands I'm going to play. So what I mean by that is when you are first to act, meaning you got the small you got the big blind on your right and you're very first to act pre-flop. The hands that you play in that position have got to be the best, tightest hands that you'll ever play in any position because pre-flop, you have the worst position, okay? So from that position, you need to be playing nothing but quality hands when you come in because, like I said, you're never going to be – you should be raising if you're coming into the pot, and if you're going to be raising, you need to have a strong hand. And that position, it is imperative that, that those are the best hands you play, period. Fold those A6s, A7s, A9s. Get to get all that junk out of your range because in that position, your range needs to be those top 4 to 5% hands. Now we're moving around the table. Okay, so the next position, okay, you can open your range just a little bit more. Okay, just a little bit more. You know, you raise with a little bit weaker hands. And as you go around the table till you get to the button, when you're to the button, the button is is like <laughs> the button is like having home field advantage in football. You get an extra three points for having the button. All right. You have the button. You have now got the ultimate range of hands that you want to play, period. Me, and I even tell people this when I'm streaming, don't do what I do because I play an extreme range of hands on the button. Almost excessive. Probably excessive. So, uh, <laughs> so when I'm on the button, I, I'm I'm the most aggressive I'll ever be when I'm at the table because I know no matter what, I'm going to get free information after the flop. No matter what. Um, so, yes, the first thing I think of is where am I at position-wise? The next thing I think of is 
where am I at chip wise? Am I already up to 3000 chips? If I'm already up two or 3000 chips on the day, there's no need for me to gamble, gamble, gamble. At that point, I'm just trying to get my challenges done and get out of there. Right. Cause if, if, if you win 3000 chips, you're going to be in the top 15% minimum. So, you know, earning 440 ice uh, for free. Uh, that's not bad. You know, that's not bad. So, there's no need to. It just depends. So the first thing I look at is position. Second thing I look at is where am I at chips wise. And then third thing I think of is my actual hand. Um, because for the most part, a lot of times I'm not playing the cards. I'm just playing position and players. I make the same move with ace queen on the button that I would make with do six. Because it doesn't matter what you have. It matters what goes around on around you. That's fascinating. Yeah, I think that's a big, big, big shift for people who aren't really used to poker. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're probably going to play like very different than that. I right. mean, that's a very aggressive style. And when somebody's coming in and you're banging your chest and, and raising them and pushing them around, like, I mean, they're just going to they're probably just going to bleed chips to you. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot. You know, I definitely have a really good average ice a day, but there are definitely times where, I mean, heck, even earlier, I, we played a hand where I had jacks. I had a real hand, which is shocker. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I lost 1,500, 1,100 chips that hand because, you know, on the river, a bad card came. That's poker, right? That it, does, it, it doesn't matter. Like, overall, you're, you're still going to have those coolers, right? And a cooler is when you have a really strong hand. You just get super unlucky. Either they have a stronger one. Or, uh, you know, you get rivered or whatever the case may be. Um, so poker is still going to happen, right? But the way that you, the way that you, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? The way that you counter poker is by picking up more pots. And the way you pick up more pots is by playing tight aggressive. Even if it, even winning a small pot is better than losing a big pot. There's nothing wrong with winning small pots because that shiz adds up. All right. One thing, one second you're sitting there with a thousand. Next thing you picked up four or five little 60, 70 chip pots and you're sitting there with 14, 1500. And then you get into that big pot and it, had you had not picked up those chips, you probably would be sitting at seven or 800. Now you're sitting at 14, 1500 and you stack someone who has a thousand. Well, you wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? So all those little pots matter. Every pot matters. Every single pot matters. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah. Absolutely. I want to hop back for a second about the donkey comment. If you don't, if you can't identify it, it's probably you. Mm -hmm. What happens if you can't identify it? You remember what we've talked about. You think, uh oh, it's probably me. What do you do when you are the donkey? Man, that's a good question. Uh, I, <laughs> I would say that if you feel like you're outmatched at a table, there's nothing wrong with getting to a different table. You know, DG offers thousands of tables in four different poker rooms now. If your table is a little too tough and you, you know, unless you want to push yourself, um, nothing wrong with backing up and, and going to another table um, at all. Um, at all. So let's, uh, first of all, Austin, what up, what up? Uh, appreciate you um, tuning in. While you're in, uh, while you're in class at college right now, <laughs> <laughs> probably getting a uh, better education with DG than than anything uh, anything else. But um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about how um, even if you are the donkey, and let's say for whatever reason you don't want to move tables, right? Like you want to for whatever reason push yourself. You want to learn. You want to take your skills to the next level. There could be an argument for, let me just play with better people. I may get thrashed, but I'm going to learn a lot. Like, how would you go about if you're outclassed, learning from that experience and you know trying to minimize how badly you get dunked on while maximizing your learning so you can become a better player? Um, I would say is. Emulate the emulate what people are doing. The winners emulate what the winners are doing. 
And and if you sit back and you really sit back and just watch the game rather than, you know, call, 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 fold, 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 fold. If you sit back and watch, you'll notice the people that are winning the pots are the ones that are more aggressive and are in better position. It, it, it always boils down back to that. Always. Um, you know, there's a story of uh, a very famous poker player, professional poker player who played an online tournament blind, put a piece of paper over their computer. All they did was play position and feel and they won that tournament and that was not a cheap tournament so it, it always boils back to having having that free information you know because uh, that is that's exactly why that was my first video i came out with and and i i hear it every single day on twitter on youtube on and live in the stream that that video has helped people so much because they realize wow i've been playing so bad because i'm just i'm never in position I never even thought of it. That thought process never made sense, right? I've never, no one's ever explained that to me. So that's why we started the YouTube channel. We started it to help people get better. You know, it's it's better for everyone, to be honest. Um, it makes a better content for uh for for the stream, and uh, you know, it gets people earning more ice, which is the which is the grand scheme of the whole whole thing anyway, right? It's to have fun playing a game, but at the same time, you know, it's play to earn game. And uh, if you want to get better, man, there's, there's so much content out there that you can watch to get better. Uh, so many books. Um, and yeah. What are some of those top resources as far as books go or like just staples of, of just powerhouse poker principles? So uh, a young man by the name of Texas Doyle Brunson um, wrote the Bible of poker and um, I want to say it's literally called uh uh we call it the we call it the Bible of Poker. Uh Doyle Brunson book. Uh the the power the super system. The super system. It was like one of the very first poker books ever made. Um and it's phenomenal. And the 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 principles that are instilled in that book are still used today. And when it all boils back down to is plain tight. And aggressive mm, excuse me um and then you have a lot of new school uh things like there's um training websites that you can go to that are phenomenal that'll help you be a better tournament player because when in the grand scheme of things you could almost call what dg does as a tournament right um you, it's not necessarily a cash game but it is because you can buy and rebuy and and pull back um, which hopefully I eventually hope they take that away. But, you know, the the overall premise is is kind of centered around being a poker tournament. So, you know, how how do you maximize your chips and whatnot? So there, there's a lot of a lot of good websites, a lot of good books. But but I, if I were anyone who's really interested in learning um, kind of like the building blocks of, of being a better poker player. Super system. Amazing book. Good read. Love it. So let's talk a little bit more about how you got involved in DG in the beginning. And I know we we touched on it a little bit. I know you and I talked a little bit before we started streaming, um, but would love to really hear the story of like how you got to the point where you're playing. And, uh, and then I want to talk about optimizing earn skis um, as well. Uh, yeah, so I started, um, I think I found DG about three three months ago. Um, I was streaming shooting games, and I was sick of it. And I just, I, I had enough. I almost quit streaming completely because um, I just wasn't having fun. Whoa. And then I found a game called Gods Unchained, and I found the play-to-earn, um, the play-to-earn area metaverse you know all this stuff sandbox and then i was hooked i was like oh my goodness you can play games and you can earn you know crypto and what you know and nfts and so i started diving down that hole and then um i don't remember exactly the tweet that i saw this game but once i did i was hooked and i found the discord and then it was literally it was literally thank you for that i appreciate that jq it was literally just you know okay i gotta find a delegator right because you know as someone um 
you know, me personally, uh, I wasn't able to spend, I think at the time it was like one, one and a half ETH to get my own wearable um, because I'm paying for a wedding here in a couple of months. Right. So, uh, yeah, all that extra bread is going straight to this, uh, this wedding in Vegas. Um, so congrats, by the way. Thank you, man. We, uh, we, we scheduled it three years ago and then COVID hit and then it's been kind of a, a roller coaster since. But it'll be nice to, to knock that out and then you know get back into uh into doing funner stuff not funner stuff but you know having extra having that extra money so we found uh the dg discord and at first man it was tough you know it was really tough a couple few months ago um you know there wasn't as many owners looking for players as there are now now i'd say i say this literally in my stream every day that if you're looking to play and you're not on twitter like you're literally missing out. It's it, there's I retweet seven to eight times a day. People looking for people to play on their wearables because it's just so. Every the, the word is out, right? People know now. It's like, oh my goodness, this is without a doubt the best play to earn game out there. I challenge any other game to do what DG is doing right now. Um, so we found DG. Uh, was in the Discord for a while, tried really, really, really hard to get a delegator, and then I I uh, was just like, it's not gonna happen. It's just not going to happen, and it's fine. Month later, I found a couple of streamers who were playing, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, I, I wanted to play this so bad, and and it just never really worked out." And they pointed me in the right direction, and I got a hold of someone, and we have had a, we have built um, a really good working relationship. Uh, he's a really, really, really cool guy. Uh, we can I convinced him to get multiple wearables, so now he's got plenty of players playing under like it just has been working out extremely well um can you take us through that conversation of like what did you say to him in order to like seal the deal let's, yeah let's, for let's sure for these sure. sales skills um so the first thing i did was i stopped sounding like a bot uh when you look at the ice lo looking for delegator thread it literally sounds like eight hundred thousand bots right it's the same spiel it's the same thing it's, it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of bots so i was in the discord one day and someone literally posted or my, my delegator posted how do you tell the difference between all of these bots and real people so i messaged him i was like look man um i'm a real person uh, <laughs> you know, that's literally how our conversation started. Right. And, um, you know, I directed him to my stream and, uh, and we, we talked for a while and I was just like, look, man, like I, I, I wanted to get my own wearable anyway. Like that's, that's, that was what I want. And that's what I'm going to do. It's not a one. It's I'm going to get my own wearable, but I would like to try out the game for a little bit just to see if it, if it's ran correctly. And what I mean by ran correctly is uh, as someone who I have, made a living playing online um i have like i said 20 years of poker experience which is ridiculous um i wanted to make sure that the game ran smoothly and it wasn't just some janky you know thing because i had really not watched people play and and whatnot and then i also at that point you know it was 70 30 for a level one and I was like, look, man, I'll even go 50-50 with you. It's not about the ice. I don't care about the ice. I just want to test out the game. And uh, so, yeah, we did that for a while. Um, and then it was like, dude, you're making like you're killing it for me. Why don't we just you just keep whatever. Like, we don't need to do 50-50 anymore. So, like, OK, you know, that's fine. And uh, and then it, it, the stream started blowing up more and more. And then, yeah, it's just been it's been great. So if my suggestion to anyone looking to get delegated is just keep it real. Be real. Don't just post your, oh, I've been playing for X amount of years. and the, the, the same thing that every single bot posts, right? Just just be more personable. Uh, don't be afraid to get told no. What is what is that going to do, really, you know? And, uh, and check Twitter because every single day I could go on my Twitter right now, I'll find you 10 people looking for people to play. And when you get that opportunity, do your best. I love that. Now, what did you do when you first started and you didn't really know how it all worked? Mm -hmm. How did you learn it? How did you figure it out? And maybe you could break down for us because some of the folks 
may not even be that familiar with all the mechanics of how everything works. So maybe you could break down for us how you learned it and then how it works. Absolutely. So the first thing I did was I went and watched Sir Drop Bear TV. Shout out to him. He's the, the man from uh, Down Under. Uh, great streamer. Uh, I went and watched him stream and because um, I like to watch late night streams and he's from Australia and he streams at night. So I went and watched him and I basically just asked him about it. Like, hey, man, what's uh, you know, how how does it work? And then he kind of broke down the, the the simplicities. Right. Well, first you log in, you you go find a table, which can be a nightmare. But, you know, wink, wink, we might be getting something awesome very, very soon. If you guys don't know Twitter anyway, uh, <laughs> if you don't know. um so you know find your table you you can buy in for this and this you know and then here's the at that point i don't even remember if there was the 2x 3x 4x i almost think it was just the slider or something um and then they incorporated the 2 or 3x um but yeah and then like i said i as someone who had been playing even online poker for for you know i think i started playing online poker at the same time i started playing poker back in 2003 um you know it was really really easy to pick up and and they made it to where it's just so it's so uh customer friendly you know the game it's really simple it's really simple you know they put all the buttons right there in front yeah assigned seating yes please they put all the buttons right there in front of you you know you can go first person mode so you can really see your cards you can see the cards that are on the board yeah sometimes there's a little bit of lag or you know a little bit of glitchiness here and there but honestly over the last few weeks i very rarely see anything that was more during the very very beginning when i played but yeah they've made it so customer friendly now that anybody should be able to pick it up you know instantly figure out what's going on especially if you come from a poker background uh where you've played before not even like someone who's played a lot just where you've played before um they even tell you what your hand is you know right above your cards it's very uncommon (laughs) um so yeah it's really it's really nice so are you obviously you stream and i feel like all streamers are like ready to go at any time do you want to stream a little bit of gameplay right now oh absolutely are you kidding me i got i got challenges to do let's do it oh let's do it all right let's do it and then and then that way instead of like talking us through the different mechanics you can just show us okay and like if somebody has no freaking clue how to like do it and play and whatnot then we can uh then we can rock and roll and and then they can be caught up to speed here so i would assume i just share my screen that i'm going to be doing it on yes sir chrome tab the central all right you ready ready for me to add it to the stream i think so all right just pop it on here. All right, we're seeing wings and some sweet kick. Sweet hoodie. Hey, uh, yeah, that is uh, that is my hoodie. Shout out to Mr. J and Mr. W. Uh, they are some of the best wearable creators in the game. Um, and they made me a Mr. Four Bet hoodie. And I gotta say, after playing video games for over 30 years, to see something with my name on it, um, I, I kind of teared up a little bit. But keep it a buck. That's amazing. It was a really, really cool, insane thing that happened, and uh, it's, it's definitely something that you know, as as you know, a quote unquote boomer, that I, I never thought that I would see that. So. You know, All right, so we see some we see some pepes, some frogs. We're in the uh, in the strongholds here. Maybe t- maybe talk us through talk us through like what we're seeing, what's going on here. Absolutely. So right now we decided to jump into the stronghold. It's my poker place of choice that I like to play. There are four different rooms that you get the option of playing. Um, If you ever want to see those, all you have to do is go find an up and table, see other servers, 
click it and it will show you all four rooms that are available um we're gonna try and find a seat in here but let's just say for example that we can't find a seat we'll go stronghold and then we have what is this 10 different servers to choose from um to find a seat so they definitely give you all of the opportunity in the world to you know get going get sat down and play so now the fun part is finding your seat okay and you'll notice that well it looks like the seat is open right there's no character here well it's actually not true not all the avatars pop up um based upon i believe it's a setting uh about how many avatars will pop up in your area i keep mine uh lower than the normal i would suspect because I'm streaming and I don't want there to be any lag. Oh, we got lucky. So as you can see, that card was uh, glowing. So that is an indicator of us being able to take that seat. Um, we are in first person mode. You can push, this will be the mode that you're in. Uh, love that hoodie. Anyway, uh, you push V, the letter V, and it puts you in first person mode. And then basically you just wait on your turn. And so talk us through how in the available chips section. Okay. I feel like people are gonna be wondering like um, for the beginners, like how did you get those chips? What did you have to do in order to get those to Absolutely. be able to play? Absolutely. So let's just let's just go, let's just even take it a step back further. Let's just go ahead and just explain exactly how ice poker works. So the only way that you are able to play is by having an ice poker nft uh thank you meta bill i appreciate that um the way you there's two ways of getting one right you can buy one off of open well i guess there's technically three you can mint one when it's you know mint day or you can be delegated one um once you have your nft then you are allotted three thousand chips per 24 hours five two in the worst position we're not playing that. Uh, you, so you're allowed 3,000 chips in 24 hours as your starting available chips. Now, obviously, I have more because I've already won 1,100. Okay. That's cute. That does not happen very often. Uh, in fact, hardly ever. So I wonder if it's because I have a few too many things going on. This is the fun of doing things live. Here, while you figure that out, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pop that off the screen just for now, just so we can um, we can get back to chatting a little bit. I hope um, it's not because of the the live stream, because you know what, this tab content is being shared. Hmm, that is a possibility because um that never happens when i'm streaming mm -hmm. okay well that's fine I'm, look i'm we gonna can... restart it but anyway go ahead yeah so let's uh a moon boy saying second tab must be closed maybe that's uh second tab let me talk about my marketplace i'll close it but that normally is not the case Try another browser, most likely two windows with the same session is open. Uh, there's definitely not two sessions open right now on the same browser. Hmm. Well, anyway, so so maybe um, let's just maybe just keep going. Um, I know I, I sprung this on you at the last second. So oh, that's maybe, okay. just, maybe just keep going talking about like um, how you get started, how to get your how to get your chips, how to actually sit down and play. Not a problem. So once you have your NFT you like i said you pick one of those four poker rooms to play in um and then it comes to the point of actually finding your seat right um you know i showed you a little bit about how it works but it's it's really simple you kind of just you know walk around the room see if there's a glowing poker card that's either floating in the air or on the actual table um pick it and then you know it, it asks you how many chips you would like to buy in for um currently right now with ice poker you have the option of buying in for 400 to 2000 chips so whatever you feel uh you want to buy in for um you have that option and then after that it's just it's just literally poker it's uh you know you wait for your turn the game 
Uh, like I said, you're allotted 3,000 chips to start your day. And you can get more if you have multiple wearables. So every wearable that you have either delegated to you or that you own and you're playing on, you get an additional 500 chips. So if you have two wearables, 3,500 chips starting stack. If you have three, 4,000, so on and so forth. And so maybe you can explain the idea of challenges and multipliers. Absolutely. So um, if you want to real quick, you can go back to, I can share my screen. Let's yep, see. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Chrome tab, Decentraland, share. If we get the multiple thing, it is what it is. It's, it's definitely that. So mm -hmm. every day you are, you get three challenges. Okay. And based upon your challenges, uh, your after you complete your challenges, how you actually earn your crypto, AKA ice, each challenge is worth X amount of ice. Um, so for example, today I have my challenge were very simple. See the turn 15 times, win the hand 10 times, get three of a kind three times. After we complete each one, we get ice. And then the way that you determine your final ice count is uh, this little leaderboard right here. So as you can see, it's broken down in percentages, zero to five, six to 10, 11, 15, 16 to 20, so on and so forth. And what that means is the people who have finish in the top 5% of chips one in 24 hours will receive the top multiplier, which is 2x. So right now to get in that top 5%, you have you have to win 3,620 chips. That'll go up as the day goes on um, in order to get in that top 5%. You need mm -hmm. to win 2580 to get in the top 10 and get a 1.75, so on and so forth as we go down the multiplier list so you take your ice that you earn from your completion from your challenges you take your multiplier based upon how you finish and then the very very last thing is each wearable has a per extra percentage of ice that you earn for example i have a level three that earns me an additional 24 percent so you take all of that math into consideration and that is your expected ice earnings of the day that's amazing. And so for your strat, are you looking to complete challenges and then get into a certain multiplier tier or like, what are your, like, when are you done for the day? When do you say, all right, I did what I needed to do. When I'm done for the day is when I've won 3000 chips or more and all my challenges are complete. If you can win 3,000 chips, you're almost guaranteed to be in the top 10%. Sometimes it'll fall in that top 15, um, but you're you're guaranteed to get one of the top three um, percentages, which in turn gives you one of the top three ice multipliers. I love that. And so you finish all your challenges, you hit the multiplier that you want, and roughly, as far as earn skis go, where does that usually put you on the day for ICE? Absolutely. Um, so obviously, ICE is a crypto and crypto fluctuates. Um, I believe right now it's like 13 cents, maybe 12.8. So um, when I finish in the top 5%, I earn 441 ICE based upon my wearable um, and my percentage that I get from being a delegate. So 441 ice, I believe is like 60 bucks, I believe. Calculating, calculating, calculating. 441 times 0.12 is 53. Oh, wow. 53 bucks. So if you get in the top percentage, you have the level wearable that I have. You earn 53 bucks. And that, you know, obviously goes down and down um, depending upon, you know, what multiplier you get for the day. And so that's, let's just call that 50 bucks a day. And you could do that every single day, every single day, every single day. And another thing that you have to take in mind is the fact that I don't even own the NFT. So I have actually put no money into the, um, I don't know what you want to call it into the pool, I guess. Uh, so I'm not even earning all of the percentage. If I were to be earning all of the percentage, as in I, I got the NFT, it is my NFT, you know, then we're looking at 80, 90 bucks a day, 
you know, with you playing on your NFT. And so what's the, what's your split right now with the gentleman who's delegating to you? Um, I think a level three is uh, 57, 43 in favor of the player. That's amazing. So, so he's pretty much making roughly the same, a little bit less. Um, and, uh, and, and you guys have like this amazing partnership and, and y'all are just both clean in house with this every Correct. day. Correct. That's amazing. So let's, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put you back on the, put you back on the main screen here. Um, and I know we're, we're getting close to time. We're almost, uh, almost up here, but, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about like your plans in the DG ecosystem because, I mean, it's amazing what's possible. Um, it seems like the long-term strat would be get your own wearables, build your own um, delegation, your own little guilds, and then um, just kind of rinse and repeat. Is that is that your plan? Like, how do you plan to uh, to really grow and evolve within the DG ecosystem? Absolutely. That is a great question. So my overall plans are to eventually have a five to wearables. Um, I'm going to be giving away a couple of delegations live on stream every day. And then I'm going to have a set in stone group of players, which will include myself, uh, that play that are my, you know, my best earners. And then, you know, and then give people a shot live on stream because a lot of people haven't gotten a shot and you never know what they can do right so if you were able to give someone a shot they do really well they can take that information that stat and give that to someone who's looking for a long-term delegation um that could really help someone out so my immediate goal is to get you know obviously one to two right after the wedding i'm literally going to start pounding dg and i'm going to have a couple wearables i'll play on my own i'll delegate on my stream as we build up ice and you know and whatnot get more wearables have long-term players as well as you know i i always want to delegate on the stream because i feel like you know giving people an opportunity is is what happened to me why would i not do it for someone else you know um you know keep that good vibes good good stuff just flowing amazing Love it. Well, Mr. Forbet, I want to thank you so much for, uh, for, for coming on the show today. Um, I know I sprung the, uh, the screen share on you kind of at the last minute. We didn't talk about that. Um, so I appreciate you being uh, flexible with it and showing us a little bit around, uh, some of the in-game stuff. Um, you know, maybe next time, uh, you know, come back on the show and maybe we could play a couple hands and, mm -hmm. um, and do uh, be a little, I'll give you a little bit more heads up on that, but uh, appreciate you sharing your story, taking us through um, some poker ideas, some poker strat, um, the DG strat, the ice poker ecosystem and how to get up and running. Uh, you're the man. Appreciate you. You're very welcome, man. I had a great time. Um, when someone, when this got posted on Twitter, man, I was, I was, I was actually praying that I could uh, get the opportunity to, to speak. And uh, yeah, I was, when, when I got the email, man, I was, I was from ear to ear, ear to ear. Awesome. Well, definitely, uh, definitely made the most of it and, uh, you killed it today. So appreciate you, man. And to everybody watching and listening, um, just want to show some love to the chat real quick. JQ appreciate you, buddy to me. Uh, he's been on the pod before. What up? What up? Moon boy. Appreciate you. Uh, Austin again. Um, Austin, Austin coming from, coming from his college class right now. Um, yeah. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Appreciate everybody on the stream. Thank you again, Mr. Forbet and, uh, game on party people.